I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Down the block, Andrew Johnson. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Going to our Supercoach Draft Review for Round 11. It was, uh, wasn't was a great week for us. Lost this week. Uh, a win that we wanted to get, because we were playing uh, one of my best mates, definitely wanted to get this win uh, for a bit of banter and whatnot. But uh, as I said the other day in the uh, preview for this one, uh, I sort of, as per the waiver system in our competition, I wouldn't mind, I, I'd ideally want to finish third or fourth. So losing a game to a guy that I'm very, very confident is going to be in the top four, uh, I'm actually okay with it. I think that we've both got good enough teams to lock ourselves into the top four right now. Uh, so, yeah, never happy to lose. Don't get me wrong. And definitely wanted to win this one. Uh, but if there was, if I take out the fact that he's one of my good mates and I want to have a heap of shit talk with him, I'm okay with dropping this one as far as the ladder goes. But uh, I'm not a good loser. I'll tell you that much for free. Uh, but we will go through the game from the weekend where Stevie beat me. Uh, I, I kind of think at the moment if I had to pick two teams that are going to face each other in a grand final, I'd probably pick ours, to be honest with you. I think that he's got the high ceiling of Nico Hines and Fafita, who both did really well on the weekend. And that's sort of what ended up deciding our games. It was captaincies um, and tries scored and whatnot, which is what uh, good teams should be de- de- decided by, realistically. It's what good games should be decided by. And uh, Stevie came home with the biggies here. But I do think uh, he's probably got a team that I'm going to have to beat in order to win a premiership come finals time. So uh, not the greatest week in the world for both of us. I scored 813. He's scored 843, uh, so there's about 30 points in it. Uh, we're actually, on Sunday night, we're actually tied. We're 8.05 each, waiting for updates, uh, but with Nico Hines for feeder, Greg Marcio, I was very, very confident that he was going to dust me. Uh, I sort of thought it'd be a little bit more than 30, to be honest. He obviously had Nico Hines as his captain as well. I, I, I knew for feeder was owed a bit, um, so even though we were tied going to bed on Sunday night, I knew that I was dusted realistically, and deserved to be as well. So let's go through... Uh, 
that game that I had on the weekend. Uh, obviously, the weekend after Magic Round, so it was good to be home and just sink into Supercoach. Once again, we had the opening game on the Thursday night, uh, which was, of course, the Melbourne Storm and the Brisbane Broncos. I didn't have anyone in this game. Stevie had two players, Trent Leary, who got his 44, which is what you will take from a player like him. Uh, the one that hurt me was Will Warbrick, and looking back in hindsight, um, he scored two tries. To be fair, should have scored three, so he probably should have scored 100. Uh, so I guess you could say I was lucky on that front, and that would be a fair shout. But uh, Will Warbrick, a 78, uh, which was more than what I was expecting him to get, but realistically, uh, less than what he should have got as well. So can't really complain about that one. Uh, so he started off pretty well, Stevie. I think he was on about 120 points uh, at the end of Thursday night, which is pretty solid. Uh, not like unreachable or anything, but a solid start. Uh, we then had the Canterbury Bulldogs. Dogs taking on the New Zealand Warriors. Uh, in this game, Stevie had two players. He had Torhu Harris, who got a normal Torhu Harris 71, and Adam Pompey, who got 35. So he came out from that game averaging about 50 points per player, which I can cop. I had my first player of the week, which was Marcelo Montoya, uh, who ended up on 43 without a try. So we'll take that. I would like to see him return back to center instead of wing, which is wild, but he just doesn't get much ball when he's playing on the wing for the Warriors. But as my fourth CTW, um, Happy to wear Montoya just getting me 40s and a 60 or 70 when he scores a try. Uh, we then had the late game Friday night, which I was obviously on the Hello Sports stream for. I had four players in this one. Uh, Steve had no one in this game, actually. I had four. Nathan Cleary, Billy Smith, Sonny Luke, and Zach Hosking. Um, Nathan Cleary, I think he finished the game on 70-odd. He ended up going up to 82. Um, had, I, had I known he was in the 80s, I probably would have taken a VC in this game, to be honest with you. But thankfully, it didn't decide our game. Even if I would have taken Nath, C's, uh, Nath Cleary's VC score, I still wouldn't have won this game for me. So thank God, because that would have kept me still awake at night to this day. Billy Smith did well, 80 points. Loving what Billy Smith is doing at the moment. He's been a really, really nice pickup for me as a CTW. Sonny Luke, 33, still playing limited minutes. Need more from Sonny. Uh, but I did make a change last week. I uh, decided I did, a, I did a very, very deep dive, made a number of phone calls, sent a number of texts to find out what on earth is going on with Luciana Lelua. Um, I don't think you're going to see Lelua back as soon as what I thought we were going to. Um, so I actually made the decision to drop him, and I picked up off the waiver wire uh, Havili from the South Sydney Rabbitohs, who is available at hooker. So 14-man deep comp like this, that's the sort of plays you got to make. So I went a few weeks in advance. I let Luciana Lelua go, and then, of course, I, I also was told that they were going to sign another back rower over the next few days, and they ended up signing uh, Sam McIntyre from the Gold Coast Titans a couple of days later. So happy with that decision. Uh, I also had Zach Hosking. Uh, he only scored 28. He went off with a HIA, didn't come back on. He has been named to start this weekend. So he's one that I will be watching closely, Zach Hosking. So fingers crossed he still holds on to his minutes. Uh, so yeah, a, a bit of a mixed bag there. 280s, 230s, uh, you know, ends up being about a 55-point average between those guys. Wanted more from Nath. As I said, if he would have got 80, I probably would have taken his VC. Wouldn't have mattered anyway, but I probably needed. Uh, I can't believe that Nathan only scored 80 when they scored 40 points. Jerome Luai was the real star of the show in that one. Super Saturday kicked off the South Sydney Rabbitohs and the West Tigers. Pretty big game for both of us. I obviously had Cody Walker and Campbell Graham. Um, and for Steve, he had Cam Murray and Isaiah Tass. He VC'd Cam Murray, who got a 66. Isaiah Tass, 39 out there on the left edge. Cody Walker, I ended up captaining him, just hoping that he'd be able to put on some attacking stats. Uh, wasn't Cody's greatest game, to be honest 
season. I didn't think he did a stack uh, and scored 63, so you'll you'll take that. But uh, obviously it wasn't enough as a captain score to win it for me. One more attacking stat would have been very, very juicy. And Campbell Graham without a try, 86. This is, uh, this is what Campbell Graham does. I love having him in my team. He's an absolute gun. The next game, we had the North Queensland Cowboys and the St. George Illawarra Dragons. Uh, as a funny one, we both had the front row forwards from the Dragons. So Steve had Blake Laurie, who came up with a 38. I think from memory, um, that's probably Blake Laurie's lowest score he's got this year. I think outside of that, he's been pretty consistent for Stevie, a guy that we were both circulating through last year as a front row forward. For me, though, I had Jack DeBellin. Uh, he's obviously a guy that I drafted pretty high, and I've been pretty happy with him so far, getting through a lot of base stats and, of, score, of course, uh, scored the first try in this one, so 84 points there. Without the try, to be fair, he would have got about 55 or so. So, um, yeah, I was probably hoping for a little bit more than that out of Jack DeBellin, but they did spend a lot of time. There was obviously 64 points scored there, so a lot of time was wasted uh, kicking goals and whatnot in that game. Uh, we then had the Canberra Raiders taking on the Parramatta Eels. Uh, I had a number of Canberra Raiders. It was funny, Steve's actually a big Raiders fan, and I had my three Canberra Raiders. He had no one in this game, so I'm sure this game would have torn him apart. Sebastian Sebastian Chris scored a try, uh, which he got 42 off, so a pretty shit for performance supercoach-wise from Sebby Chris in a win, but that's sort of who Seb Chris is. Corey Horsburgh got Sinbin, which had me really panicked. He still ended up scoring 50, so we'll take that. And Joe Tapanay, his first, I think his first game that was above about 68 or so, his first 70 of the season, so love to see that. Gave me a little scare at one point uh, when Junior Bolo made that tackle on him. I thought he was in a bit of trouble, but thankfully he was okay. Um, and that was pretty much all my players done. I only had two more guys to come on Sunday, whereas Steve still had Fafita, Marsu, Foran, Hines, Cola, and Aloye to come. So he had a lot of guys to come, and I, I sort of, I thought I was a sniff. Uh, but I thought it, w- it would take a low captain score or something to keep me in it. Unfortunately, didn't get it. We kicked off with the Newcastle Knights and the Gold Coast Titans on Sunday, Arvo. My AE here was Adam Elliott. I originally had Satili Tupanua, who we got a little win on Teamless Tuesday today, but we'll talk about that very soon. Adam Elliott with a 42 as my AE. Um, I think he's going to be a really important guy as my season moves forward. Uh, and then we have got... For the Gold Coast Titans, uh, who did Steve have? He had Fafita, who absolutely killed. He got 111. I probably thought he was going to get about 130 in that game, to be fair. So we'll take that. And Kieran Foran, who scored a 39. Uh, Stevie also had a try scorer in Greg Marsu, who got a 71 in that game. Thankfully, uh, Bradman Best took most of the ball. Uh, we then had the Manly Seagulls going head-to-head with the Cronulla Sharks to round out round 11. I had Teague Wilton scored a 47. For Stevie, had two Manly boys in Cola and Aloye. Aloye got injured, so he only scored a 13. Cola got a 42. Uh, so as much as, you know, if I would have made the right, better captain choice or whatever, could have been in this game. Uh, Steve also had Josh Aloye who got injured, so uh, I had I had luck for my way that way as well. I also thought Fafita's score was huge unders. So, uh, and Nico Hines, 196 as captain. Uh, so what's that, like a 93 or something along those lines, 97 or something. Uh, he was very impressive, Nico Hines. He just, he was very impressive, but he still didn't have like his greatest game ever and still almost scored 100. So uh, the beauty of having your Nico Hines and your Nathan Cleary's, they 
just get unicorn points all over the place, which is fucking fantastic. Uh, so, yeah, that ended up being our score for the week. Stevie's got a couple of injuries on his bench, to be fair. Corey Oates is out. Xavier Savage, who I think got injured in Cup on the weekend, hasn't been named today. I, I don't think he's going to hold Savage for too long. Once again, funny situation between me and Steve. He needed a fullback. He ended up picking up Xavier Savage on draft day and just being patient. I picked up Seb Chris, and by some form of miracle, he ended up playing fullback. Uh, Sam Verrills, he also got there, and he picked up Tafade uh, last week, who, of course, wasn't named in team list. That's a bit of a kick in the dick. He's also got KO weeks there. So a couple of injuries. I was without Jackson Ford, uh, Lemuelu, and Isako. So two guys that I probably would have started, but I also don't think uh, would have changed the result. So as I said, guys, I think Stevie's got a really good side, and I'm very, very confident uh, that he is a guy that I will have to beat in order to win my draft comp this year. So very, very excited to see how all that plays out. But he takes the bragging rights. Nothing I can say for now. All right, let's move. So that means that at the end of this week, we are sitting in third place, uh, which we're pretty happy with. Uh, third place, sort of, we want to finish third or fourth at the end of the regular season. So we try and balance ourselves to finish around that mark. Uh, still scored the most points of this season by bit of a stretch from about 200 points in front of second place who actually play this week. So uh, this will be a big matchup going up against Tommy Burns, uh, like white on rice, like white and rice his name is. Uh, so yeah, very that's a top, not a top of the table, but it's the two top point scoring uh, teams in our comp. So that'll be a really good clash this week. Another one where Tom's going so well that if I was to lose this one, I would be okay with it ladder-wise and then back myself in to win the vast majority of the rest of my games. But also, you know, ha- happy just to keep myself in that top four. It's just going to be a bit of a delicate balancing act uh, come finals time. But we'll get stuck into that game this weekend, taking on Tom, who uh, one thing I have noticed about Tom's team over the last couple of weeks is that he's been absolutely hoarding Five eights left, right, and center. Uh, so there aren't many five eights in our comp, as you can imagine, in a fourteen-man deep league. Five eight already a shallow position. Uh, when you got one fucker that's taken all the five eights, it becomes very, very difficult. Uh, I actually thought there was a chance we might be able to strike up a trade over the last few weeks, but uh, I've sort of just decided I'm going to back in Cody Walker and Nate Cleary. I've now got coverage for um, the hooker position in Havili, so I think I'm just going to run with what I've got and hopefully injuries fall my way. But let's have a look at this game against Tommy Burns. As per usual, the Supercoach website taking forever to load for me, which is always good fun. We might try and get it up on the dog and bone uh, and see what our matchup looks like this week. It's going up against Tom Burns, who has the second second highest scorer of the season so far, just behind me. Should be a good clash. And our teams, here we go. So when I have a look at our matchups for this week, going to be interesting. A couple of Penrith boys there. Obviously, the Thursday night game. Round 12, Thursday night. It is Indigenous round. Super exciting week in the NRL. Got the Broncos taking on the Penny Panthers. I've got a couple of guys in this game. I've obviously got Nath Cleary, Zach Hosking, and I've got Sonny Luke there as well. Got to make a decision if I play Hosking or not. Uh, still a little bit undecided. I might see uh, what rumors I'm hearing and you know who I'm hearing is going to play minutes and whatnot. But I've got options there. Satili Tupanua obviously starting this week, so I could play him over Hosking if I'm not confident. Uh, so got options there. 
He's got Dylan Edwards, who's having a fantastic season. Dylan Edwards, I imagine uh, that'll probably be a guy that he will VC in this game. Uh, we've then got the St. George Illawarra Dragons going head-to-head with the Roosters. I'll have two guys featuring in this one at least. I'll have Jack DeBellin and Billy Smith. Maybe Satili Tupanura. I will have to make a decision on that as we get closer throughout the week. Uh, Tommy's got two players in this one. He's got Egan Butcher, who's come back into the side this week. So a good little get for Tommy there. Uh, and he's got Ben Hunt as well, who obviously played his 300th game last week. Didn't get a W, uh, but incredibly impressed with Ben Hunt and his career. He's also got Ravalawa, who was on the wing for the St. George Illawarra Dragons, which is an interesting one because under a new coach, Weird shit can happen in the first two weeks, so I wouldn't be surprised at all to see the Dragons get up for this one. We've then got the South Sydney Rabbitohs going head-to-head with the Parramatta Eels. Uh, I've obviously got Cody Walker and Campbell Graham. Very excited about Cody Walker this week as it is Indigenous round, and Cody is always up for this one. Um, Very interesting. It's Cody Walker versus Dill Brown. Tom's got Dill Brown. He's also got his boy, Jacob Host, who he absolutely loves. Uh, so there's some good matchups there. I'll have to make a decision what I do VC captain-wise. Cody Walker, very appealing. Nathan Cleary, very appealing. But I have got a bit of a plan, which I'll talk about soon. Uh, we then move to the Super Saturday games, 3 p.m., the Cronulla Sharks taking on the Newcastle Knights. In this one, I will have Teague Wilton. I may have Adam Elliott if I choose to play him. Still got to work out what my plan is there. For Steve, who's he got? Bradman Best coming off the game of his season last week. Really interesting game, this one. Uh, I mean, I think the the obvious answer is to straight away say the Sharkies will win this one. But Newcastle, fuck, they've got some fight in them. They've got some serious bite in them. So can't rule them out. And Bradman Best, his form has been incredible. And the man inside him, KP, was on a tear last week. Uh, so, yeah, really interesting to see how that one plays out. Hopefully that edge of Britt Nickera and those boys can uh, keep them quiet. Uh, we then got the West Tigers taking on the North Queensland Cowboys. I do not have anyone in this game. And I'm not overly upset about that. Uh Tom has got my boy Reuben Cotter there. So Reuben Cotter looking to impress for a Queensland spot, which I think he's just about guaranteed. Uh, But Reuben Cotter, another one that will go 50 or 60 points there quite easily. Uh, The late game on Saturday night, the Dolphins coming off a bye against the Melbourne Storm. Pretty big game here. I've obviously got my two Dolphins, Lemuelu and Isako, two guys that are averaging around about the 55 to 65 sort of mark. Isako might even be a little bit more than that. Goal kicker. Hopefully at Suncorp Stadium, the Dolphins can put on a bit of a score against the Melbourne Storm. I wouldn't be surprised if we get a high-scoring game here, and hopefully the Dolphins off a bye do well because... Tom's got the big gun, Harry Grant. God, he's, he's got a few of my man crushes in this team, just quietly. Man, uh, Harry Grant, who will, who's got the C on him at the moment, and Tui Kamakamitha, who is coming off the bench there. Uh, and then we have got the first game on Sunday, which is the Canterbury Bulldogs taking on the Gold Coast Titans. I do not have anyone in this game. Uh, in this one, Tom has got Brian Kelly, who had a really good game last week. Fuck. I love Tom's team. I love all the guys in this. Probably outside of Jacob Host, I really like all of them. Uh, and then the last game of the week, the Canberra Raiders versus the Manly Seagulls, which will be a pretty big game. Uh, we've got some big guns, both of us here. i got Joe Tapanay, Sebi Chris, and Corey Horsburgh. Tom on the other side has got Hudson Young and Matty Timoko. So I think you, we, we will see some high scorers come out of that game because we've got some premium players from that Raiders side. Playing down there in the nation's capital, Manly not looking overly impressive at the moment. Uh, So that'll be interesting to see how that one plays out. On Tom's bench, he's got Luke Garner, Bud Sullivan, Nanai, Aaron Shop, Jack Whiten. So uh, I think he'll probably run with his side as it is named, but I also think uh, we'll both have a bite at the waiver wire. So we'll see how that plays out and who we get. Not sure if I can drop anyone, to be honest with you. 
but I've got a feeling that Tom would be willing to drop Kamakamitha and maybe Aaron Schott, maybe one of his 5.8s as well. Better dead wood hanging on there. Uh, but yeah, guys, that will be our clash. I think I backed myself to win this week. The beauty of what I've got is that I've got a free shot at the VC because I've got Jackson Ford and Montoya, uh, who I can use, who I can summon to my team. And I've got Satili Tupanua and Adam Elliott on my bench, so I can happily take out a CTW, um, which would probably be my full CTW, probably Seb Chris. Uh, and I can have a free bite of the cherry as far as the VC goes. So I might see how it's playing out. I'll obviously VC Nathan Cleary. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. And then I'll just see how the weekend plays out. If I think that whatever Nath Cleary has got has been enough, I will take that. But if I think that uh, Tom's going to have a, a belter of a week and a big score, I might have to take a punt on Cody Walker in Indigenous round to stand and deliver. If not, I might just keep my VC on Nath Cleary and I might just wait until the very end of the week, the last game of the week, to decide if that VC will win it for me or I can bring in Montoya instead of Seb Chris and, uh, yeah, take that VC. Or I can just Captain Joe Tapanay or Corey Horsburgh. But, uh, yeah, we'll have to make that decision as we get closer in the week. I'm going to back myself in to win this one, but I do think that Tom's side is looking very, very good. Another guy that I'm definitely locking in for a top eight side uh, this season. I have no doubt whatsoever he'll be in the top eight. I think he'll be pretty close to the top four, um, but I'm, I reckon he'll be that sort of third, fourth, fifth, sixth. In saying that, if he wins this game, uh, that'll elevate him quite a bit as well. He's just got some... Um, he's a bit like me. I think he's. I think I've probably got a little bit more depth than him, uh, but he probably just has a few things that he needs to sort out before we get to the business end. But yeah, super exciting round. It's going to be a very good game between uh, the two highest point scorers in my comp. Uh, myself and Tommy, we don't like losing two in a row, especially to two mates that I'm in a very intense group chat with. So fingers crossed we're able to get a W this week and we'll let you know how it goes as the weekend plays out.